It's often said politics makes the world go round. When it comes to BC politics, things are spinning and spinning quickly. Joining me to talk a little bit about uh, what has transpired over the next uh, last couple of days here in BC is Richard Zussman, Global BC's legislative reporter. Good afternoon, Richard. It sure is exciting, Jazz. <laughs> <laughs> it is exciting. Now, uh, uh, just before we went to air, I, uh, I uh, released some information uh, based on a private poll that I had uh, seen uh, the other day, uh, released it out on social media. And basically what the poll uh, showed, it, it was focusing on the riding of Abbotsford West. And if you don't know the Ab- about that riding, that riding is uh, held by Mike DeYoung, a longtime uh, BC United member. Uh, in fact, he was elected in 1994 when he beat out uh, Grace McCarthy, and that was the tail end of the social, social credit uh, uh, time in power. But he got elected in 1994 as a 29-year-old. He has been there since uh, and uh, well-known in the community. But uh, I recently saw a local poll for that riding done by uh, BC United members to see how that riding looked. And surprise, surprise, uh, in a poll of just about 344 adults with a, uh, uh, in that riding with a margin of error of plus or minus 5.3, uh, voter intention showed 39% support for BC Conservatives, 23% for the NDP, 14% for BC United, and there still is about 17% undecided. But uh, that is a riding that has been a BC United part of the BC United heartland since day one. You don't lose that riding. You don't lose Abbotsford. Uh, and that, of course, is coming just after the Abacus BC poll that came out this weekend, which showed the NDP provincially sitting at 44%, well in the majority government territory. BC Conservatives, though, number two, 26 percent. BC United now down to 17 percent and the Greens down to 9 percent as well. So uh, Richard, tell me what this is all telling you. Yeah, so the one that stands out to me in this latest poll is when asked about certain candidates. Mike DeYoung, who is one of the best known politicians in the province, polls at 20 percent. So yes, it's slightly above the party, BC United, but it's still way behind the Conservative candidate, who is the person that ran against him during the past election. And for those in the riding that remember, uh, Mike DeYoung won that riding handedly, as he has most times since he won that sneaker, squeaker of a by-election back in 1994, almost 30 years ago, against Grace McCarthy. So the fact that even when people are given that name, Mike DeYoung, uh, they are leaning towards the Conservatives. And the results in the last election had DeYoung at 46% almost. Michael Henshaw, the Conservative, 9%. So it's been a major turnaround. So that's one thing that stands out to me. The other thing that stands out to me is the fact that, you know, this may be a place. John Rustad is currently an MLA. Uh, he lives in his community of Machaco Lakes that represents Burns Lake and Vanderhoof, Fraser Lake, a few other communities there. But there's talk around Victoria that he may be considering looking at a riding like this so he can focus in on his candidacy in Metro Vancouver. Could be a big jump considering he's not from Abbotsford, he's not from the Fraser Valley, but it could be a way for him to say, look, Metro Vancouver matters to me. I'm planning on moving into the community and running there. It could be a bit of a surprise considering he's a longtime politician, but it may be something he's considering. Since you've sent out this tweet, Jazz, I've yep. heard from a lot of people. I'm sure you have too. A few things from BC United. In essence, they're saying they don't believe this comes from their supporters, that the poll likely was commissioned by a conservative supporter. It wasn't. They believe the type, type of poll that came out can at times be leading. So in essence, telling people, oh, 
pick conservative. I don't buy that with these sort of polls. And the other thing is money. The conservatives continue to be way behind the other three parties in terms of fundraising. And although I'm hearing anecdotally BC United is struggling to raise money, the sense internally is that they are going to have a strong quarter that ends in December. And if they do have some money, that's going to help them against the Conservatives. Okay, well, that, that is fine. I can tell you, first of all, it's not a Conservative ca- candidate. It's their BC United uh, supporters uh, and also are concerned at where the party is sitting, number one. But how much of this do you think also beyond uh, spending dollars on, 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 um, on campaigns is just an issue of name recognition? The party, BC United in this case, just needs to do a better job getting out there, letting people know that they are are the old Liberal Party. They are the traditional free enterprise voice in this province uh, and not the B.C. Conservatives. I believe there's been a shift here, Jazz, where based on the popularity of Pierre Polyev, yes, the Conservatives have ridden those coattails to an extent, but I think there's also a large portion of the population now that is saying, I like what those federal Conservatives are delivering, and I believe that the provincial Conservatives will offer up a similar approach in terms of promises and are starting to get behind that. And they don't believe that BC United will deliver the same type of conservatism, worried that BC United is going to pedal more towards those centrist voters in Vancouver. And I'm talking about Fraser Valley voters and northern BC voters and voters in the interior who are going to say the Conservatives are the one that stands for me. And BC United is too worried about attempting uh, to please those in Metro Vancouver. And that's not what I want to see in a party. So maybe it started as the Conservatives gaining momentum here, Jazz, due to the name confusion. But I believe based on the number of polls we've seen and now this internal poll in Abbotsford West, it is bigger than that. That the, the movement is larger, and we are on the verge potentially mm-hmm. of a wipeout of BC United, BC Liberal, that free enterprise coalition, and could be replaced by what is now the Conservative Party of BC. Yeah, the one thing that a caveat for me is that John Rustad has done nothing in my mind to actually attract this support. Uh, no. Yes, there's name confusion, <laughs> but I mean, they've taken a hard right response when it comes to SOGI, carbon tax, uh, when it comes to, um, you know, even va- vaccinated healthcare workers. He hasn't uh, uh, sort of accomplished anything in my mind that would uh, certainly represent the support that he deserves. Now, yesterday, uh, Mr. Rustad was on Red FM, which is a South Asian radio station based in Surrey. Uh, he was asked by their host, Harjinder Tind, on potentially merging uh, with BC United, or at least talking to BC United about a potential merger as a free enterprise coalition. Take a listen to what he had to say. Are you ready for the merger in case it's suggested that the BC United want to merge with the uh, Conservative Party? Is there a possibility? Certainly, um, if the the United Party were to reach out uh, and want to have a discussion about uh, uh, how uh, how we could bring things together, uh, I think that's possible, but the one thing is for certain, with the Conservative Party, we will not compromise on our principles, will not compromise on the values that, that we are running on. Uh, and uh, so for you to sit down with Gavin Falcon and uh, BC United leaders, then you are willing to sit down, though? Yes, yeah, certainly we're willing to sit down and have a conversation. I've, mm-hmm. I've never said we wouldn't, but, uh, you know, the challenge will be, of course, uh, they have a very different view of, in terms of how the world works uh, compared to uh, compared to us. And, could you imagine that meeting, Richard, uh, them sitting down? Who would be the leader? <laughs> you know, if there's any I just, merger. I just, I, 
I just can't believe it's going to happen. You know, it, it would have to be Kevin Falcon leaves, John Rustad leaves, someone else comes in. You know, I, I have heard BC United supporters refer to John Rustad as a joke. And, and so I have a hard time believing jazz at this point, you know, the human dynamics at play here as well mm-hmm. as the policy dynamics that this is not a partnership or a marriage that would go particularly well. And if it's something BC United is willing to concede on, they are now drifting far away from those centrist voters that you need to have any hope in an election. So BC United needs to believe that this is brand confusion. The Conservatives can't run an effective campaign because they have no money. And eventually, that even though people may be saying to pollsters they're going to vote Conservative Party of BC, that ultimately they come home to BC United uh, because that is the only chance for a right centrist party to form government in the province. That that has to be the perfect alignment for Kevin Falcon. But nothing in these polls indicate that that's where we're going. And more to me, Jazz, looks like we're going to experience these sort of vote splits where, you know, the Conservatives gain, BC United loses, and the NDP could benefit. Uh, and, and, you know, Abbotsford West uh, is just one of those places where, look, they're sitting in a strong second. Things shake out differently. Maybe they start picking up ridings they may not have considered. Maybe we have a conservative breakthrough, too, but I think it's expensive. They just don't have the money at this point to run an effective province-wide campaign. And you, you spoke to Rustad. I noticed in the last few weeks, I'm not sure if you noticed this, but in question period, they're leaning very heavily on Bruce Bandman, who is a more effective communicator. Uh, he checks some more of those sort of social conservative boxes in terms of charisma uh, that has been appealing about some of these conservative leaders. So I, I wonder what that dynamic is about as, as Rustad struggles to be a really uh, effective and charismatic uh, communicator. Yeah, I, I don't find Vanman very good either. I'd, I'd say he's a good. <laughs> good I, I'd give him a good five out of ten, and you can look good when <laughs> when Rust adds a three, uh, and that's part of the problem. But but they're resonating for 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 whatever reason. 